Blank Grand Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. That's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Welcome to the hap, hap, happiest holiday podcast since Bing Crosby danced with Danny and K. Going right Hall- for it. Hallelujah. Holy shit, it's the Beers with the Brewers program. <laughs> is this a, pod- a swearing podcast It's a now? podcast we record at the Land Grant Brewing Company every Friday, or most Fridays at this point. Today we're talking holiday beer, we're talking tree lot, and we got a full house of uh, Santa's elves here to talk about it. We're joined first by the by the Log Boys, the logistics crew. We got Hajir Karimi. Howdy, howdy. And we got a tall glass of Blondale, Swagnold himself is here ronald jorgensen in the house happy to be here ron dog aka the destroyer of laptops aka sometimes get podcast guest also joined by taproom manager eric hafner bonjour and of course the santa to this sleigh the guiding hand in a in a blizzard of beer dan schaefer ahoy i like the snap in your step sir i'm ready yeah. the holidays are here I've drank uh, 12 holidays. <laughs> I'm ready to go. That's, I'm just kidding. I'm taking my first sip now. But as I mentioned, we are talking about Tree Lot. It is a new holiday ale from Land Grant. It is uh, spicy. It is delicious. It is full of holiday nostalgia. And uh, it'll get you through to the other side. Dan, take it away. Okay. So this is a holiday ale. <laughs> You're welcome. Um <laughs> So we, we've got a lot of mileage out of uh, our uh, what was called the the Redale um, that we did uh, in collaboration with the um, Columbus Metropolitan Library. It was a red ale, pronounced Reed, right? It well, it was red ale. It was comp- Reed. Yeah. yeah, it was red ale. Red, red. Yeah, written R E A D. It didn't confuse anybody when they were. It was a librarian it. joke. Yeah, librarians. Yeah. yeah, probably wasn't as clever as we thought, um, but. Um, basically, this beer is that beer um, with cinnamon, uh, bitter orange peel, which is only like bitter in relation to like sweet. No, never mind. Um, and uh, fresh ginger. Um, so, yeah. Um, if, if you'd like to, to taste with the unadulterated version of this um, tastes like, I, I would uh, recommend you get our LGU variety pack. And try the red ale in there because that is basically this minus the spices and minus 1% ABV. Same beer. Mm. But anywho, um, yeah, we layered in a whole bunch of um, of our favorite specialty malts, uh, Simpsons Crystal 50, which um, like if you munch on it, just basically tastes like somebody drenched Raisin Bran and caramel. It's really nice. Um there's some Munich, which is kind of that dark bread crust flavor. And then um, two of our um, favorites from Franco-Belge um, Malteries, uh, Special aroma- Aromatic, which just makes everything taste maltier, and um, Kiln Amber, which uh, really gives like deep toast sort of biscuity flavors. But yeah, um, I think we use, what do we use? Indonesian cinnamon, which is really nice. It's kind of softer. Um, I think for uh, Sweater Vibes, we use uh, Vietnamese cinnamon, which is like more like Red Hots. 
uh, so this is a gentler, friend, friendlier uh, cinnamon. And um, yeah, unfortunately, I was drafted into the uh, to the the brew house for uh, with the week that we were brewing this. So I ended up mostly slicing all of this ginger myself, which uh, oh dear, that's tor- cool. Torrent no treat. Did uh, you have to peel it too? No, we oh, we good. used a, a a food processor with the mm. slicer attachment. Yeah. So uh, yeah, left the left the peel on there, just sliced it very thin. And um, yeah, you want to wear gloves for that process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. hands are gonna smell like ginger for weeks. If you With don't that, any any spice, nicks, it'll burn. Any nicks or cuts, um, it's yeah. gonna yeah. Those spicy boys. I just imagine you sitting in the back of the brewery. Like in Goodfellas, where they're chopping up the cloves of garlic with a razor. Oh yeah, just really thinly sliced. Just, and well, I think they're in prison while they're doing that too. And mm-hmm. they're little, yeah. That's a Christmas movie, right? I imagine you in prison. Yeah, yeah. Those, the brewery can feel like a prison sometimes. It gets really hot. <laughs> Other times it gets really cold. It's true. It's a prison of our own making, though. Um, what do you think, Nald? Uh, it's a great beer. It's one of my favorite beers of the the fall slash winter. Um, funny story that the morning that. Dan brought ginger to the brewery is the morning I accidentally set the alarms off at the brewery and uh, Dan came to my rescue just holding two massive bags of ginger in the morning so was that the first time that you've, you'd done that that was the first time I'd done that and it's kind of terrifying when that thing goes terrifying. off yeah it's loud and it, yeah it's uh which I guess it's supposed to be but uh when, it, when you're encountering that for the first time or not expecting to encounter that it's uh it's a moment of panic for sure I've been there. We've all been there, Ron. Don't worry. Wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, the beer's great, though. Um, it's easily one of my favorites this year, completely. Um, I think it holds up really well against some other big-name Christmas sales that are out there. Um, I actually blinded a couple big-name Christmas sales with it when it first came out, and I thought this was the better of the three. I won't say which three, but... Uh, they can them. figure it out, Ron. Yeah. One of them is the Christmas sale. They ale. can figure it out. Um I, I really like this beer. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of ginger um, as a flavor, and and that's definitely what I get the most out of in this beer. So I really really enjoy that, and it's a nice like change I mean, change. Of, it's a spiced beer. It's got that holiday spice flavor, but it's not like um, it's a change of pace. I think from the usual blend that you get in these beers, and I and I like that. That the ginger gives it like a snappiness that I like quite a bit. I thought I was sick of Christmas beers because, uh, like, Great Lakes Christmas Day was, like, an entry-level craft beer for me back uh, when I was drinking, like, Natty Lights exclusively. I was like, oh, this is good. But then I got so sick of them and so burned out. So I was a little nervous to try this. But first sip, it had me hooked. It's so, so good. I'm Yeah, I'm loving the ginger flavor, loving the color. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, like, some seasonal beers that you can, you can still sort of enjoy year-round, you know. But I think, like, a, like a Christmas ale or a holiday ale, whatever you want to call it. It's definitely like it's it's got its time and and it's sort of a brief window of enjoyment maximization. Yeah. Um cuz I, I think you're right. Like I think if you drink too much of I mean not just this beer, I think it's like just this genre of beers in general. They they're great and they're a treat, but uh you know, you can have too much of a good thing pretty quick. And so mm-hmm. I think this is a really nice like just this time of year you have it for a little bit and then it goes away so by the time it comes back you're you're excited and ready for it again Haj yeah, yeah. you were just at the Thanksgiving Day Parade what do you think yeah I mean uh, yeah kind of what everyone's been saying it's uh, I'm not a huge spiced beer 
person in general. Not not my go-to usually. Um, I do like this one because it's not as in your face. It's a little more mellow. You can kind of look for those tasting notes as you're drinking it. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not something where you're you're you know getting blasted with with spice like right up front and yeah yeah to echo what you said you know it's it's a beer for its time and place and uh that's kind of what makes christmas ales special because you know come around once a year you know yeah enjoy it with your kin and kith and um <laughs> i'm still waiting on that jelly of the month club uh, <laughs> membership I'm, i know i know it'll be here any day now well speaking of enjoying it uh responsibly with the ones that you love um how crushable is it how crushable is it Eric, you're up. Go. Yeah, so I'm. if it's Christmas morning, I'm watching my children open up their gifts, and uh, I'm ready to crack a beer because it's early. <laughs> Let's go five. I can do, I can do five. All right, Nald. Oh, yeah, if you're just tuning into this podcast um, and you, you, you didn't listen to the episode five months ago when, when Nald was on last, uh, <laughs> the name Nald is obviously short for Ronald and... Uh, it's the only way you can shorten it, actually. It's very popular uh, shortening of the name Ronald. Yeah. Anyway, Ron, Ron, how crushable is this beer? Um, I am a big fan of the, the Christmas ale style and the Spice Dale style. Um, so I'm going to say I could crush an easy six-pack. The only hindrance to that might be the ABV, but it's it's Christmas, so it's why old, not? Yeah. <laughs> it's the day to enjoy all things. Wait, what was this ABV again? Like seven. Seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sticking with five. Yeah. Well, I'm sticking with six. Okay. Yep. Haj, you're up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I like to get hammered on Christmas, so I would go, I would go the full six also. Responsible. Um, yeah, and, yeah. of course, when Haj does, he gets, wants to get hammered on Christmas. He's staying Completely home. Completely blasted. He's being safe. He's not going. He's not leaving the home. He's uh, yeah, just going nowhere. Just enjoying beers. Because I can't. Because I'm drunk. At home alone. Okay. All right. Damn. Uh, I usually end up having to assemble toys and shit on Christmas, so I can only yeah. drink four. Okay. Word. Yeah, I think if you if you assume if you assume that all of Christmas Day counts as a session, um, you know, I, I think still I, I'd probably I'd probably do four of these and then switch to something else for uh, whatever's left of the day. Um, just kind of going with that, you know, it's it's a lot of. There's a lot of flavor, and I'd probably just switch some a little bit later to finish things out. But, yeah, so that's a who knows what crushability. We'll add it up. Average five, I would say. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> 5.2. Um, yeah, so anything else to add on a, on a tree lot? Uh, well, I want to hear a little bit, as always, um, a little bit about the label design and what went into that. I think it's a fun label for a Christmas sale. It's a little different than I think it you sure see. sure is. And the um, name tree lot, I mean, it's bold. Yeah, it is. It's a bold, mm-hmm. bold name for a bold beer with bold flavors. Um, uh, I, no, I think I think the name's fairly self-explanatory. Like, I mean, obviously, folks are going to get get their Christmas trees this time of year, and I think that uh, that's a f- tradition that a lot of people share. So, I think it, you know, plays into that sort of nostalgic thing. And then I think, but then doing the label, I didn't want it to be too like uh, dark or serious. Um, I still wanted it to kind of feel fun and uh, lighthearted, so it definitely like rendered the trees in sort of like mid-century way. But uh, instead of just making them all like you know green, um, like a Christmas tree is, I definitely drew from the um, the scene in uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas special where they go to pick out the tree and 
it's just filled with like the plastic pink and purple and blue uh, Christmas trees, the aluminum trees. Um, so definitely drew some inspiration from that. And uh, I don't know, I think it turned out fun. Fits the beer well. Did you guys ever have aluminum trees growing up? All right. So uh, no, what's sort of um, we didn't have them, but my dad always talked about how he had this aluminum tree growing up. And uh, I think when my I think it was like when my uh, my grandpa passed away, they were going through like going through the house. And my dad found the old aluminum tree and brought it up and set it up year round in the basement. Yes. And Doc I get, Keys, and get I, it done. And I guess the thing with those were. It was silver. It was a silver tree made of, like, just metal. And um, because it's reflective, because it's metal, the idea was you get these, like, these wheels that has, like, a rotating, like, color wheel that light shines through. And so then you shoot that light up at the tree, and it reflects this technicolor holiday dream back at you. And uh, so we didn't necessarily go get an aluminum tree and have it but we had one in the house um almost all the time my mom had the same thing yeah with the, uh, with the light like reflecting it would like spin in a circle yeah it was it, it's quite a thing the 70s am i right man people were yeah it was the future back then who all gets uh, real trees here oh, I'm, well, I'm team artificial all the way yeah oh wow all about the fake life well oh no real real yeah dan 100 uh, i'll be going to get mine this weekend i go to the same farm every year mm, this year um yeah yeah real for me I'd, i like the way it smells figured i'd be alone on this yeah. yeah we we go real and then we uh we chop it up and keep the the twigs and branches for uh fire starter later like we actually just had a little backyard uh bonfire a couple weeks ago and burned the last of last year's tree and it that stuff is like jet fuel wow and yeah. it like explo- and you're, then you're, you're like, oh, this is in my living room. <laughs> this is probably not a good idea. It's a safety risk. So yeah, team, it is. team artificial. Yeah. Just yeah, get a candle went, if you want we to smell good. Artificial this year, but we did uh, we did real garland for the first time Ooh. this oh. year. Yeah, they had needles everywhere. It was a nightmare. Sure, yeah, so, that is part of the yeah all over the stairs. It was, but it smells great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like a week, right? I don't know. I don't know. Grinch over here. I'm ready for artificial tree lot next year to come a little, out. A little hot. Wow. Tip. Okay. A little hot tip Artificial for your, your tree needles. Uh, if you want to uh, extend your tree life, when you first put it in, put like boil some water and put that in your in your tree. Uh, boil the and water. Boil the water first, and it opens up the the pores, the pores of the tree or whatever, and it keeps, tree it, pores. keeps it fresh for longer, so your needles don't drop. Look at this. All right, there you yeah. go. It's science. All right. Well, I guess science. I'll just do that. Or you can just buy a plastic tree and give <laughs> up. That's called logistics. That's why they call you the log boys with the trees and the logistics. Right. I've, got, I've got two holiday-related questions. Question one, what is your, uh, what's your personal favorite holiday tradition? It could be a family tradition or a cultural tradition or just your own tradition. What do you got? Fighting it does count. We know Hodge is just getting absolutely blasted. <laughs> just, just three sheets of the wind fighting his family. Backed into a corner every Christmas afternoon. And so he just screams at people <laughs> as he's black. Oh, it's tradition. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> boil that water. Yeah, yeah, boil it up. <laughs> Open the pores. You didn't even boil the water. You don't even care. You just kill the tree. <laughs> Fine. It's after 12 tree lots right there. Uh, my brother, <laughs> uh, every time we get together for the family, get the family together, he always likes to play uh, the, like, uh, White Stripes have, like, a little, like, one-song LP where they sing, like, The Little Town of Bethlehem or something like that. And it's this really awkward kind of 
one LP song disc, and uh, he always plays it before we open any gifts. It's we get a nice laugh out of that. That's uh-huh. fun. That's yeah. a fun tradition. I yeah. like that. Yeah. That mine's simple and and whatnot. We, my mother and I, have bagels from Einstein's Bagels every year oh. on Christmas morning. All we right, get, we go get them that week and uh, always have, always will. There you go. Yeah, I mean, other than fighting on Christmas Day, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's the Boston way. Yeah, no, it is the Boston way. Um, but uh, we, you know, we we try and watch a lot of Christmas movies during, like, between basically December first and. Christmas Day, so like maybe one one every couple days. Yeah, Christmas vacation's the top. For right, me. Don't hold on. What? Don't don't step on my second question. Okay. I'll just lead in because you don't know what my second question. It's a good segue. Is. Yeah, just oh, it's gonna be perfect. completely put, unrelated. To put that <laughs> put that away. Okay, for a second. Yeah, I'm done. No comment. All right, Dan. Yeah, um, my family has a ton of, of different traditions, but um, uh, Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, my wife does like a big blowout, like English traditional style roast with Yorkshire pudding and all that. Shit. And um, it's like my my um, um, it's my favorite meal. Okay. So, uh, I and yeah, my my folks come up and we get out fancy china and shit. And uh, yeah, it's great. Is Yorkshire the same as figgy? That is incorrect. Okay. Delete that. Delete that. Uh, one one is that. savory and one is sweet. Um, I, my my family uh, traditionally we, we took a break from it last year and uh, this year, but on Christmas Eve we always go for like a hike near my folks' house on this one particular trail, and we hike out to this one point that we we dubbed Dewdrop Falls, which is actually just a drainage pipe that pours <laughs> into a creek. <laughs> we named it that. That's where we turn around, come back. Uh, and then we go get beautiful. S- and then we, uh, traditionally we've gone and gotten Skyline for lunch, and then uh, so and, Cincinnati. And then yeah, and then we kind of go into our Christmas Eve uh, night mode. I was gonna say I thought you were talking about Christmas Day. I was like I didn't know Skyline was open on Christmas Day. That's a they are for Walt, you know, wild tradition. Yeah, it's a different it's a different world down in Cincinnati. It's hard to understand. Um, just doing some rearranging here in the tap room today. Maybe you can hear it. Just make yourself at home for the holidays. But um, some rowdy holiday revelers. I'm all guessing. right. Question two, and I probably asked this last year. I certainly didn't go back and listen to last year's holiday episode because you know I've got other things to do. But uh, what's everyone's favorite Christmas uh, or holiday movie? Well, Corley and I have been kind of going through uh, watching some ones that we either missed or haven't seen in a long time. So we just watched The Holiday with Jack Black and Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. Solid and choice. Garbage. No, I thought it was okay. terrible. So it's not that. I hate that. I hate that movie. It was awful. I watched I, it on an airplane. Once. Yeah, I've seen terrible. that movie one time, and the only scene I remember was when Jack Black's talking about the Chariots of Fire soundtrack. Oh yeah, that is a part of the movie. Yeah, that's all I can remember. So I got to stick that. with uh, Batman Returns. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think we did. I think I did ask this last year. I think, it, yeah. yeah okay. I do love that movie. Well, let's see if we are consistent or not. Um, I'm a big fan of the Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. He's, he's got a way about it. I don't know. It's just interesting to me. It's an interesting take on the Grinch, and I think he crushes it. Yeah, okay. All right. It's pretty funny, too. Um, I mean, Christmas Vacation is, like, always tops for me, but I'm trying to think. There's, we started watching some older, older like, Christmas films last year, and I uh, thought White Christmas was kind of cool. I mean, it's a little corny, but it was kind of cool. Um, it was a good one. Yeah, so, you know. Like the older Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the classic. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. old one, the uh-huh. black and white one, or the new one. The, black and the white one with the girl from Andre, or the old one. The, the, black, the old okay. one. The old one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's got a, got a good New York feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know. Shout out to the movie Andre. <laughs> what is it? 
a girl her. becomes friends with a seal. Uh, uh, I was wondering because that's the she's plays. I knew her from like Matilda and a couple other stuff. Yeah, she's yeah, also yeah. in the uh, more well-known movies. But uh, that was my little sister Julie. Uh, was that was her favorite movie? It's a deep cut. Yeah. Also, Die Hard. That one too. Yeah. Definitely counts. Um, we always watch and then fall asleep to White Christmas on uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, it's much better if you skip through most of the dance scenes. <laughs> Those are the best parts. With the exception of, of uh, Danny f***ing <laughs> K at the beginning. Um, uh, but um, I, I think if there's basically a Christmas movie, I've watched it. But um, I really like Remember the Night, uh, which probably zero people have uh, heard of. It's uh, Fred McMurray and um, Barbara Stanwyck. Uh, in a very inappropriate plot, uh, he plays a prosecutor, and she is the person that he is prosecuting, but the case gets postponed for Christmas, and he ends up... <laughs> what happens? And, and he ends up, again, very inappropriately taking her, taking her home to his family, and she spends Christmas with his family. And then he has her locked up when they get back to... Super well, uncomfortable. That's that's the super big reveal that you have to wait to the end for. And that's Dan's favorite Christmas movie. It go. is. What was the title? This on that? checks out. Remember the night. Remember the night. This wow. tracks. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, so last year, Aaron and I kind of went on a on an adventure and watching some of these terrible new Christmas movies that have become a thing, and they just like proliferated everywhere. There's like four hundred thousand of these things. We watched a movie called A New York Christmas, which is terrible, and it doesn't have anything to do with New York, uh, so that was fun, and uh, <laughs> you should watch that one, everyone. It's actually an Easter movie. <laughs> it takes place in, like, Philadelphia. Um, no, I, but my, like, my real, probably, like, Christmas Vacation, uh, for sure, is in, like, the top 1A, 1B. But I'm just to, for d- differentiation, I'm going to say the Charlie Brown Christmas special with the mm. with the Vince Guaraldi music. That for me is just like the, just the sweet spot for I, sure. I heard about this new Ludacris Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like with the actor Ludacris, like the rapper, and I guess it's just awful. Supposedly, wait, it does have Ludacris. Yeah, or it has Ludacris, but it is it. also Ludacris. I, you could say that. Yeah, Lu- is it Ludacrismas? <laughs> Which I can't take full credit for that. That is a Thirty Rock joke. I'll say I just discovered last year. Uh, I've never really watched the show Frasier, but somebody turned me on to uh, the Christmas episode where Frasier's dad takes an edible on Christmas. It's pretty good. Season eleven, episode eleven. Just had to Google that real oh, quick. So this is from like the. It's a little old treat Frasier. for you guys. Yeah, it's so it's like a weed brownie. Yeah, like it's this like a weed like brownie. Pre gummy era. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 It's a pretty pretty phenomenal episode, even without the context of knowing how. Yeah, they didn't have the wheat, the marijuana baking dialed in quite as much back then but yeah we can openly talk about this now because it's uh post december 7th when this comes out right well i mean marijuana did exist before it was i don't think so it's been around for for decades wow (laughs) i just finding out about this since the 80s when marijuana was invented um man i've got a lot of catching up to do yeah it was invented on the set of fraser um Anything else about the holidays we got to cover? I was going to shout out uh, It's a Wonderful Life, too. I forgot about yeah, that Yeah, it's class. Yeah, we watch no, that every year. Hard pass. You don't like that one? Don't like that one. What about Jimmy Smith? Uh, what's his name? Jim- mm. No, not Jimmy Jimmy Smith. Smith? Jimmy no. Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. Sorry, that's right. Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Jimmy Smith is the organ player. <laughs> no, Jim- and from the Colgate Comedy Hour. And Jimmy know? Smith is that guy from <laughs> all kinds of other stuff. Jimmy Smith. That's a definitely a take, not liking It's a Wonderful Life. That's a, yeah, why? That's what's your problem? What? 
I just blink. Uh, Let's you know, hear it. The way he talks. <laughs> I love the way he talks. It's like the best part. Clarence. The, the, <laughs> Clarence. The fake snow. The ice. The snow. The soap. The snow was asbestos. It was soap. Oh, really? Soap flakes. Oh, no. The snow is asbestos in uh, Wizard of Oz. So, wait. Like, your big takeaway from the It's a Wonderful Life is the fake snow. You didn't like that they used <laughs> fake snow. That's part of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I yeah. I just, that movie, for whatever reason, it's never drawn me. It's fake I, snow, and, one and star. And, <laughs> and I think part of it, too, is like everyone Fucking in my family. Ebert Roper over here. I, don't li- I don't like it that Terrible. much. Terrible. I don't like, you know, it's not like an objectively like bad movie, but like I don't care for it too much. And everyone in my family loves it, and they just always want to watch it. Yeah, and I'm just why, like. That's why it doesn't like We're going to the root of it. Because it it just when I'm fighting my family on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, next next year's beer name should be Fake Snow. That's a good one. Fake Snow. Yeah. So soap snow. Soap snow. Um, soap snow. Yeah. Fucking Christmas. I think we're we're doing Christmas, it. man. I love it. We're getting loose. We're cursing. Yeah. Just doing some curses. We can curse for the right? holidays. Weed, yeah, is le- weed is legal. We can curse. <laughs> <laughs> Cats out of the bag. We're gonna put that explicit marker on this episode. Yeah, we might we might lose some fo- uh, some subscribers <laughs> for this one. Yeah, all the kids on this show. <laughs> all, all, all twenty. Listeners. Happy holidays. <laughs> we thought we were all such <laughs> wholesome young men, <laughs> particularly Nald. But now, yeah. yeah, the cat's out the bag. Yeah, I haven't said one bad word the entire podcast. Do you want to? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> your chance. All right, everybody. I think that's probably just about enough. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, if you did, and. Uh, Happy Holidays. Tree Lot, which I think is what we were talking about earlier, is available now. You can get it in the tap room. You can find it in stores throughout Ohio. Go sold to lakegrandbrewing.com. Check our uh, beer finder, and you can find it. We're sold out in the tap room. It's, can, it's so. going quick, though. So but we have it on tap. Quick. Uh, we have it on tap, and you should be able to still find it in stores um, throughout. Um, but, yeah, go get some. It's delicious, and it'll be great on Christmas morning and when you uh, finally defeat your family <laughs> and earn that beer. I win. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think we should stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> T- no. <laughs> Ron Happy New Year. Ron Sneaks <laughs> went in. All right, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Hope you're having a wonderful uh, holiday season. Hope to see you down here to Curl, Bumper Car, Igloo. All that's available and more at landgrantbrewing.com. Go check it out. And when you come down here, bye. Tenders and tip them well. Not just this time of the year, all year round. Um, all right. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Probably. Cheers. All right. Out. Bye.